Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Friday, November 18th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. But first, here's the latest. It feels like we're all waiting for the seemingly inevitable Twitter shutdown at this point, now that hundreds or possibly thousands of employees have emptied out of the company after Elon Musk's ultimatum. And according to The Verge, Twitter has lost entire teams, including people who manage Twitter's critical infrastructure, to keep the site afloat. The RIP Twitter hashtag has been trending, with a lot of people saying their goodbyes to Twitter on Twitter. But do yourself a favor, go ahead and save your tweets. You just go into Twitter's settings to request an archive of all of your Twitter activity. That way, when you go to the next big social network, you can repeat all those killer jokes you made way back when. We at The Refresh will see you there. Ticketmaster's botched sale of Taylor Swift concert tickets is attracting scrutiny in Washington, according to the New York Times. The Justice Department can't just shake it off and has opened an antitrust investigation after Ticketmaster's systems crashed while fans were trying to buy tickets for her upcoming tour. But the bad blood predates the Tay-Tay debacle, sources say, and is focused on whether parent company Live Nation maintains a monopoly. In an Instagram post, the queen of pop herself called the situation excruciating and said, said she would have, could have, should have done more, but Ticketmaster assured her multiple times that it could handle the demand. Live Nation didn't comment. Attorney General Merrick Garland had an announcement this afternoon regarding the DOJ's investigations related to Donald Trump. Based on recent developments, including the former president's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election, and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. Jack Smith, no relation, will now take over the probes into Trump's role in the January 6th insurrection and how classified documents ended up at Mar-a-Lago. Smith is a former war crimes investigator who has prosecuted election crimes. Meta has reportedly fired or disciplined dozens of workers for taking over user accounts throughout the last year. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. Here's what was going on. Meta employees and contractors have access to an internal system called Oops. Through that system, they can reset the Facebook and Instagram accounts of friends and family who have been locked out. But according to the journal's report, these workers were improperly using the tool, with some even accepting thousands of dollars in bribes from hackers trying to hijack accounts. 
The FIFA World Cup starts this weekend in Qatar, and even though Budweiser is an official sponsor, the government has abruptly reversed course and banned all alcohol sales at the event. Alcohol has been a sticking point ever since the conservative Muslim country was announced as host more than a decade ago. Soccer fans who enjoy a beer or two while watching their favorite sport had breathed a sigh of relief earlier this month when Qatar approved the sale of international beverages. Now it looks like fans can enjoy, I guess, a Bud Zero while soberly watching the first match, Qatar versus Ecuador, on Sunday. We're doing something new here at The Refresh from Insider. We're the only podcast that updates the headlines as news happens. So every time you hit play, you get the latest. And we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at the refresh at insider.com. Upstate New York is getting slammed with snow and more is expected throughout the weekend. The National Weather Service says Buffalo is going to get the worst of it with snowfall likely exceeding four feet. There's drone footage from Buffalo already. It's kind of too bad this is an audio show because otherwise we would show you the wall of snow and lightning strikes, aka thunder snow, that is hitting the area right now. It is pretty wild. Schools and roads are closed. Flights are canceled. The Bills are moving their home game this weekend to Detroit. And New York Governor Kathy Hochul has declared a state of emergency for most western and northern counties. Home sales in the U.S. have shrunk nine months in a row thanks to high interest rates on mortgages and sky-high prices. Last month saw the biggest drop in sales in more than a decade, not counting the early days of the pandemic. And those homes up for sale? They're priced 40% higher than they were three years ago, and mortgage rates are the highest they've been since 2002. Interest rates dropped a bit this week. Still, if you're looking to buy, don't get too excited. They're likely to stay high until the Fed stops raising interest rates to cool off inflation. After Governor Ron DeSantis handily won re-election last week, he proclaimed that Florida is, quote, where woke goes to die. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. But not so fast, says a federal judge who's ruled that DeSantis's Stop Woke Act violates the First Amendment. The law bans professors in public universities from promoting concepts that make students feel guilt or shame because of their race, color, sex, or national origin. Quoting heavily from George Orwell, the judge describes the law as positively dystopian and accuses Florida of acting like the Ministry of Truth from the novel 1984. As recently as 2018, women who worked at Nike made on average $11,000 less than their male counterparts. That's according to newly unsealed court documents. The number had been under wraps in a sweeping gender discrimination lawsuit filed in 2018 after reports about a toxic boys club culture at the sportswear company. Nike fought to keep the number from public view, claiming that it's an erroneous calculation. The company released its own report earlier this year and has also repeatedly said it's achieved 100% pay parity. If New York doesn't get its legal cannabis market up and running soon, growers could be stuck with tons of skunky weed. They expected the state's first licenses for recreational sales to be issued in time for the harvest, but it hasn't happened yet. And Bloomberg reports the growers are sitting on about $750 million worth of product. State regulators are reserving the first round of licenses to sellers who can prove they've been harmed by marijuana-related convictions in the past. But that means sifting through a lot of paperwork, and a lawsuit is putting many of the licenses on hold. 
hold. The state says sales should still begin by the end of the year, but some growers are already racking up expenses to keep the green buds fresh. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. Our co-host, Rebecca Knight, is here to play with me. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Dave. I'm thrilled to be here. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew will be playing with us, too. Yes, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So, Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? So, I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than your 2022 book reading goal. Ooh. True. Hit a little bit too close to home. Sorry, guys. Uh, Yeah. What books? (laughs) So, Rebecca and Dave, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. Rebecca, are you ready for us to make fools of ourselves? I am going to uh, mop the floor with you this week, Dave. So, yes, I'm ready for you to make a fool of yourself. If you're like any other Rebecca that I know at this game, then I'm going to say yes. You will mop (laughs) the floor with me. All right. Maddie, give it to us. All right. Headline A. Nora Ephron's jacket auctioned off for $40,000 to a man who's never read or seen any of her work. (laughs) Headline B, Chinese chain-smoking marathon runner completes 26 miles in less than three and a half hours. And headline C, nurse accused of amputating man's foot for her family's taxidermy shop. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) This is just really gory and, and, and bizarro headlines for this week. So yeah, especially gory Nora Ephron. <laughs> oh, I know. So that's, to me, the tell of that one is that wasn't she kind of known for her t- turtleneck sweaters? Didn't she, wrote, she wrote that famous essay, I Feel Bad About My Neck. Oh, I did not read this one. I'm a fan of Nora. And so just the idea that it's her jacket, like what, what jacket? That's just bizarro. The chain-smoking marathoner. I could buy. Yeah. The nurse and the taxidermy, though. Whoa. What are your thoughts, Dave? To me, the two headlines that stand out are Nora Ephron versus, yeah, headline C, the the nurse and the foot and the taxidermy. That just sounds like something out of, like, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Right. Or some Stephen King novel. I mean. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Uh, part of me wants to go with headline C because... It just, it sounds so gruesome. And we're after Halloween. Nothing violent can happen after Halloween. That just doesn't sound right. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Yo, no, there's there's laws against that. I'm glad you know about those laws, too. <laughs> okay, you're going to go with headline C as the fake one? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go out there. I'm kind of with you, but I feel like I, I will go, I'll go with Nora. Okay. All right, Maddie, what is the truth here? And by that, I mean, what is the lie? <laughs> the fake headline... Was the Nora Ephron one. I made that up. Rebecca, you're correct. Yay! Wow. Well, Rebecca, you were right. Mopping the floor with me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, Maddie, tell us about those real headlines. So, a Chinese marathon runner nicknamed Uncle Chen has become famous for sucking down cigarettes while running. Whoa. (laughs) I know. Icon. Absolute. At a recent race in Shanghai, the 50-year-old chain smoker was still able to finish all 26 miles in just three and a half hours. Pictures of him smoking while running went viral on social media, and according to local news, Chen only smokes when he runs. Honestly, the only thing I can imagine that's worse than running 26 miles is smoking a pack of cigarettes. So combining the two, truly amazing. 
Yeah, that's that's astonishing. I wonder if it like it distracts him from running because running is bad. I hate running. Mm, maybe. So I wonder maybe. if it's like you get a little something good and you get a little something bad. <laughs> yeah. They both sound pretty bad. <laughs> it sounds like it yeah. sounds like a glutton for punishment, honestly. <laughs> I feel like I need to stick up for running here. Running is not bad. It's just it's just it's not for everyone. It's it's just hard. Okay, Rebecca. <laughs> Agree to disagree. It is hard, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and uh, Maddie, tell us about this nurse. Yes, so this is actually a really gruesome story. Buckle in. Um, An elderly Wisconsin man was moved to hospice after he had fallen in his home and gotten severe frostbite on his foot. The nurse, Mary Kay Brown, had asked her boss if she could amputate the foot because it was apparently looking pretty gnarly. Her boss said no because this man was already in hospice, and after a few days, he was still alive, so Brown just went ahead and cut off his foot with gauze scissors. Uh, Her coworkers said that she wanted to take the foot to her family's taxidermy shop and put a sign next to it that said, Wear your boots, kids. Whoa. Brown faces up to 92 years in prison. That is so dark. Oh my god. Isn't that gnarly? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, I guess I should say thank you, Maddie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next week for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Dave Smith. And Rebecca Knight, in for Rebecca Ibarra. We had help this week from Andy Bowers, Dan Gooding, Joel Wolfram, and Mikhail Stein. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. And a huge welcome to the world shout out to baby Wes Gunther, with huge congrats to our senior producer, Rob Gunther. Have a great weekend, and thanks for listening. <laughs>